I wonder if you know or had heard that according to a certain 17th century Irish Archbishop William Usher, neither you or I should in fact, according to him, be here today at all, or indeed on this planet at all. Because in fact that good Archbishop, using the calculation of the stars and also the arithmetic and calculus of the Bible's supposed numerology, had predicted, in the 17th century, had predicted the exact time and date, not only when the world began, but also when the world would come to an end. What was it? Well, I'll tell you. It was supposed to have happened, the ending of the world, during the night preceding October the 23rd, 1996. Greenwich Mean Time, of course. And all that despite Christ's explicit admonition to keep awake, says Christ, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. So if Advent is telling us that we do not need to know the precise date of the end of things, either the end of the world or indeed the end of my life if it comes to that here on earth, then what on earth is this season of Advent trying to tell us? Some years ago, Professor Frank Commode of the University of Cambridge wrote a book entitled The Sense of an Ending, in which he points out that there are two senses in which the word end can be interpreted. Sometimes when we use the word end, we mean, of course, the conclusion, chronologically speaking, like the end of a play when the curtain falls or the end of a life when the curtains are drawn around the coffin. But there's another meaning, he says, perhaps more subtle to the same word end, which implies something much more like achieved, completed. When used in that sense, it implies, he says, purpose or objective, like a destination or a journey's end. And I think in its Advent context, the end has in fact precisely that double meaning. Yes, the end, the time when all things will come to an end chronologically. And as we prayed in that Advent collect a moment ago, when Christ will come again in his glorious majesty to judge the living and the dead. And about that kind of chronological end, as I've said, we simply do not know. And neither does anybody else, including, I have to say, Archbishop Usher. No, the Advent summons doesn't require us to know the end in that sense. But what we do need to know what we do need to know is for what end were we created? For what purpose the world was created? Why am I here at all? In other words, the fundamental question is neither how nor when, but why. Otherwise, in the words of Shakespeare, life is reduced to a tale full of sound and fury, he says, signifying nothing. You see, I truly believe that one of the unspoken and fundamental questions in the subtext of our present materialistic culture, a question asked by young and like and old, I think, 
is has life got any meaning at all? Is it just all an accident of genes? What's the purpose of it all? Is there any more to life than just 2.4 kids and a mortgage for life? What on earth am I doing here? To what end the struggle to survive? It's as though we've come to that point where we now have everything to live with and nothing to live for, let alone worth dying for. So the fundamental question for an Advent Christian is not so much when is my end, but rather what is my end? The end or purpose for which I was created and for what end was the world created? And to that fundamental question concerning the end or purpose of your life and mine, God has not responded by sending us a fax or an email or a text full of numbers, but by sending his son into the world to show us a new quality and a purpose for life, the end for which we were created, as well as the way to travel through life with that quality of life that has no end, eternal, abundant, and enriched. For enriched and abundant or eternal life is a life renewed each and every day by entering into a relationship of love with God who is himself the source of all love, as we heard in the epistle. The source of all love in whatever package it comes. And into a relationship of love with one's neighbor as with oneself. That's the challenge of Advent. And furthermore, all of that right in the here of now, today, if you will hear his voice. Or as John Keeble says in his glorious hymn, to live this day as if it were thy last. Then whenever the end comes, whenever it's my last day on earth, the end of my life or the end of the world, then I shan't miss the bus. <laughs> I shall be at the end what God created me to be right back at the beginning. So when we pray, thy kingdom come, of course we have one eye on the ultimate end of life chronologically, but at the same time with the bifocal lenses of Advent, we're also focused on the way to live my life today, now, in what we sometimes call the meantime, or what Karl Barth calls the in-between time. That's where we are. In my work today, in my leisure, today with all those I shall meet and talk with today, in any pain I may suffer today, the life and love and truth of that kingdom of God, that's my benchmark. That's my benchmark of all that I do and say and what I am becoming in Christ, Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever in that world that has no end. Amen.